Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Glory! See, when I wake up every day, this is what keeps me going. Not money. Money and those things, they will fall in place. Because I am aligned. Yes. When you get aligned here, yeah. everything will respond to you. Please, did you have anything not responding to Jesus? Even the tree listened to him. Even the wind obeyed him. Everything must respond to you. Say, everything is responding to me. They will not respond to you because you are born again. They will respond to you because you have an understanding and some knowledge. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Everything is responding to me. Everything is responding to me. The earth. If they say somebody has cursed you with the earth, hey, the earth will respond to you. Yes. Somebody has taken the sun off the ground and he has spoken like they did for Paul. That's why you must pray. So you said the earth is responding to me. The heavens are responding to me. The sun is responding to me. The moon is responding to me. The air I breathe is responding to me. In the as you begin to say this, because the earth knows who you are. The sun knows who you are. There, Joshua, who was not born again, the sun knew him. Because God sent him. So he stopped the sun today. The earth is delayed by one day. Just because one man, several thousands of years ago, he stopped the sun. He has, he has, he has, he has collapsed the earth. And then you, you behave like you must respond to everything. You see, you see, poverty responds to you. Hardship responds to you. Because there are the things you have opened up to receive response from. Shut the door against that. When you get to know who you are and where you are standing, you shut your mind Look, even in the outer court, there's no poverty there. Even in the outer court, when you were a child, there was no poverty there. Because you received the righteousness. At Friday, when you talk about righteousness, gold. In whom? We have what? Redemption. Through his blood. The forgiveness of sin. According to what? The riches of his grace. Even when you became a born, you became a babe. A child, you are in the place of God's riches. So I don't think poverty. I don't think hardship. You do, when you don't even have cash in your pocket, you don't even think it. 
Because wealthy people don't carry cash in their pocket. No, sir. Change the way you think. Change the way you think. Are you here? So we are in the place of truth, right? Now, I'll tell you one more thing here, then we move on. Hmm. In as much as here is a place where we must reflect Jesus and show for Jesus, this is also the place where there are various doctrines and confusion. And you see the sea, it tosses like this because of confusion. When there's no confusion, it's stable. Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 13, Jesus said, through Paul, he said, when you are equipped, like I'm equipping you right now, he said, we will all come to the unity of faith and of what? The knowledge of the Son of God. This is what we ought to be teaching God's people. Knowledge of the Son of God. Because it is through knowledge of the Son of God that God's people grow, increase in what? Multiply in grace and peace. This is when they get to appreciate that all things that pertains to life and godliness has been given unto them. Through the knowledge, through the knowledge, how do you quote it? Through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So the more we teach you Jesus, the more you also behold on Jesus. And the more you shine forth his glory. That is why you need to be taught of Jesus. He said, and of the knowledge of Son of God. Unto what? A perfect man. What is the perfect man? The holiest of holies. That's why perfect man. Do you remember what Paul said when I was a child? But when I became a man... So you see, there is a place called where you become a child and there's a place where you become what? A man. And what God wants for you is the perfect man. And he said, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Which means that you understand everything, even concerning the finished work of Christ. Then you have become a perfect man. You don't worry yourself about what happens in the outer court, the holy place, because you are in the, you are, you are in the holies of holies. Can you see that? Yes, okay, read on. 14. Aha. Uh -huh. For what purpose? That we henceforth be no more children. What happened to children? Tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So in the holy place, a lot of people still don't believe that once saved is forever saved. There's a whole lot of doctrine. People are asking questions. Are you really saved? When I sin today, what will happen to me? God will really forgive me of my sins and so on and so forth. They ask a whole lot of doctrines teaching this. Your ancestors can have impact on you today. The patterns of your family bloodline. Why you are suffering is because, yes, Jesus died for you, all right, but the blood of Jesus is this. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Another man of God says, you see, you don't eat the communion because now Jesus, who is the communion, is now inside you. So he's inside of... So the blood is already inside. So you don't eat... You see, a whole lot of doctrines. So in the holy place, it's like the place where the sea is tossing. And this is what exactly happened to Peter when he walked on the sea. What happened to Peter? Jesus said, come. One word. As he began to walk, doctrines. He was wondering. Because the Bible says, and when he turned, he saw something else. He was sort of looking onto Jesus that gave him stability. In the place of instability, he looked elsewhere and he looked at the boisterous winds. Because you're looking for the church where they have thousand people. And so, you see, where they are not teaching Christ. Yet, Christ said, come. Then you realize that you start sinking. And Peter answered him, Lord, if thou be, bid me to come on the water. Jesus was here. He said, Peter, come. Peter was looking at Jesus and he was walking. Ideally, walking on water is not possible for man. But because Jesus said, come, it became possible. And so he was walking on the water, which was impossible. But because Jesus said, come, he was coming. Then the Bible says that. And when Peter saw the wind, I told you, the wind, boisterous, wind is a spirit. Okay? Which means that the sea was not behaving like that. But a wind began to cause the sea to become boisterous. He was what? afraid. Why? He took his eyes off Jesus. If you take, the reason why you are afraid of life, the reason why you are afraid or that you will fail, the reason why you think things will not happen to you is because slowly you are taking your eyes off Jesus. If you fix your eyes off Jesus, it does not matter where, whatever you are going through, you will still not sink. Because when he said come, he was not working on quota. Can you see that? Yes, he was still walking on the same sea. But he was able to walk because Jesus said it and he was focused on Jesus. I'm telling you. Don't be in a hurry. Keep your land of Jesus. Wherever you go, whether here or any other church, whatever. And Jesus is not exactly what they are teaching. Start advising yourself. It's a red light. Bing, 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 bing. 25 ways to be, be, help, be well. 35, you know, a lot of things, you know, how you can be. No, 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 no. Jesus. Jesus. So that we can learn to focus our attention on him. Irrespective of how boisterous the wind will be. We can still gaze our eyes on Christ. You feel like you are failing. It looks like you are failing. Yet Jesus... Do you think I can't teach you 21 ways to, be, to succeed? Hey. Hey. But your success is in him. Yeah. When I show you him, success. Your marriage is in him. When I show you him, your children, your childbirth are in him. Your business All things are in him. 
When I show you Jesus and you learn of Jesus, all the things in him comes out for you. That's why Jesus must be the focus. But what I want to show you here is that, see, now the sea, the place of confusion. Initially, it was not a confused place. It looked like, please, you cannot be walking on a tossing to and fro path, right? You even be afraid. The canopy. Adomi? Is it that? No, no, no. Kakum. Adomi is what? The bridge. That one is stable. Are you afraid walking on that one? Because it's firm and it's stable. Okay? But the Kakum, even though they are holding it, it moves like this. Right? It's not stable. So there's a little fear. So there's fear and instability. That's how some people feel that they when they die as born again or in sin, they won't go to heaven. You know, one sin, not forever say, You know, there's fear. You know, when it's not supposed to be. The original picture is that, that they may see Christ and, ref- and, and represent Jesus and showcase him to the world. That is what they ought to be. Okay. So that is what happens there. So it, those of you that you are worried about why we have a lot of doctrines, this man of God says this, this man of God also says this, this man of God also says that, because in the holies of holies, there is a sea of uncertainty. <laughs> which tosses to and fro. But when you find Christ, you move from the place of holy place to the place where the sea is crystal. Revelation 4, 6. Now let's go into the last room. Are you learning? And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto that same sea that was found in the holy place that was in the holies of holies, it is crystal, meaning it is stable. There's no confusion here. There's no more different doctrines. There's only one doctrine, Jesus. You get it now? And in the midst of the throne and run about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. So what I wanted you to see was that in the holiest of holies, who is the place called the life? The life. The sea there is crystal. I mean, it's solid. Have you seen, okay, you see in movies, um, rivers or whatever, it, it turns ice during winter. Uh-huh. So it becomes crystal. So you can walk on it without being afraid. So in the holiest of holies, we don't have various doctrines. Till we all come to the unity of faith. Till we all come to the unity of faith. Unto the measure and the stature of Christ. Christ becomes the center of every message. We are coming there. Not yet. (laughs) Yeah. So today you hear somebody talking about Jesus. They are talking about Jesus. They They are libation. You know, they are saying it's your auntie that is doing you. You know, some are saying Jesus is not enough. So, so you need the stars to help you. You know, a whole lot of doctrines here and there. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't beat anybody. Do yourself a favor. Grow from here and enter into life. 
grow. I don't argue. We were somewhere yesterday amongst a lot of men of God. And it was a session. And they were talking. I was listening. I keep shaking my head. Mommy says, I know, I know. <laughs> then I'll ask one question. And they, they will beat about it. Uh, then I will explain one. They'll be like, yes, thank you, thank you. When you know truth, when you go to the holy place, holies of holies, amazing. You will not agree with anything that is not Christ. Now when we close, everybody was around me like this and you know. Charlie, let your eyes. When we start our Bible school. You guys, mutibete. And you, listen, every time you come to church, if you are very serious and you learn, Nobody, you can be a lecturer for a Bible school, I'm telling you. Some of us, by the grace of God, we will be emeritus and staff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, see, see. Make sure, make sure your two legs are firm in the finished work of Christ. You are done. Because everything revolves around the finished work of Christ. And I'm telling you, a lot of people still don't believe it. How can a, man, a whole man of God say that your sins on the cross was Adam's own? But now when you sin, you have to deploy the blood of Jesus to come and take care of your sin today. Wow. And everybody's like, wow! <laughs> and in my head, I say, no! <laughs> All my sins were taken care of. <laughs> See, knowing about the finished work of Christ, it makes you quiet. It humbles you. You're not, you're not looking forward to giving Revi. No. And I'll tell mommy, mommy will say, I, I know you don't agree. I said, now nah, do you agree? And when we read the scripture, it does not mean You see, those of you that you want to enter into the prophetic, choose this one. Choose this one. Because this is, this is, these are the species that are coming now. Some of us are spearing. We are, we, are, we, are, we are forerunners. That's what God told me. I think he even told trailblazer. I was there, prophet, because he said, the Lord says you are a trailblazer. I didn't even understand. I'm a pace setter. It gives you an idea. You humble, you're humble there. You're not in the sea that tosses. You're on the crystal. You're in the place called life. Okay? It's called the holies of holies. Now, in the place, write this, in the place of life, it is the place of rest. It is the place of rest. 
That is one. Two. It is the place of lasting peace. Oh. Three. It is the place of safety. Safety. And the last one, it is the place of provision. It is the place of rest, the place of lasting peace, the place of safety, and the place of provision. Now, actually, this is the place where understanding the finished works happen. And when you understand the finished works, you rest. You have peace. You see, you understand provision. You are provided for. You are supplied. And my God shall supply. Oh my need. Say that. Say that again. And my Say that again. And my For the last time. And my my Okay. Do you remember Psalm 91 verse 1? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. The holiest of holies is the secret place. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. That is if you go there. Don't go to verse 2 or verse 3. Stay in verse 1 and 2. Stay in verse 1 and two. stay in the secret place. Hmm. Those of you that you go to church once every Sunday, I pity you. How, how will you grow? So today you say, hey, I, I heard a man of, another man of God says this. Then I, I, another man of God says this. I, another man, hey, now I'm confused. You are about to sink. Here we help you to grow. Those of you that you are the outer court, don't worry. You are about to enter the holies. The holy place. And those of you in the holy place, you are about to be moved to the holies of holies. The place of life. But you see, that place of the finished work or life is actually called the place of love. Once you see the finished works, you begin to see the love of God. Can you see that? It's called the place of love. There is life in love. There is life in love. That's why when somebody hates you, somebody plans evil against you, they want to harm you and you love them, you break them. Yeah. Don't hate for hate. Exchange hatred for love. Love instead of hating. That's why love does not envy because envy is death. Love is not jealous because jealousy is death. Love does not gossip because gossip is death. Yes. 
Love does not remove or uncover the roof of another person's. I used to be fine with you. We have shared secrets. But today we are no longer talking. Then you go and sit somewhere and go and tell them all about my secret life. The Bible says you have uncovered the roof of that person. So what? Mosquitoes, ants, rain, everything will go into the house. Because you, you took off the roof. The Bible says love does not uncover the roof. Love doesn't do that. Because love has life. So love protects. Love protects. So, go back to 1 Corinthians 13, 11 to 13. Now you will understand. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Do you have some understanding today? Okay, so let's finish up. Let's summarize it. So next time when you hear somebody say, I am the, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Yeah. You just know what takes place in these places. And why Jesus said that. So Jesus was trying to tell them that the tabernacle that you guys know, according to the rabbinical tradition, that there is a way to, he said, I am that one. I am. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. Hold on. When I was a child, means outer court, holy place. The holy place. Okay? If you are here, you are a child. <laughs> yeah. What will, what will happen to you? You will speak. You will think. You will reason as a child. But when I grew up, what is he talking about? The holiest of holies. That's where perfect men are. Yeah. What does it mean to be a perfect man? You understand the finished works of Christ. And that reveals the love of the Father for us. Whilst we were yet sinners, he loved us and he died. He loved us. Love. Twelve. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. I told you. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely. Just as God now knows me completely. Hold on. When we enter into eternity and those of us in the holy place, this is what you must be telling the world. Tell them that there is a place. Today, God knows everything about you. He knows your intricate, I mean your inward parts. He knows everything about you. How, well, how many things do you know about him? All the things you know are even concerning what the scriptures have told you. But don't you see you even read and you don't get it? But when we enter into heaven, I will know everything God knows. I will know him as he is. 
I will know the day he became you. <laughs> if there is a day, I will know. I will know. Uh, don't you see? He said, but then I will know everything completely. Just as God now knows me completely. I see you in heaven and I knew where you come from on the earth. You meet somebody from Jamaica, a, a brother in heaven. And you're like, ah, I was Jamaica. Now verse 13. Three things will last forever. Faith, the outer court. Hope, the holy place. And love, the holiest of holies. And the greatest of these is the holiest of holies. The greatest of it is love. That's why he used a whole chapter to talk about love. A whole chapter to talk about the holiest of holies. See, when you know these things, you don't, you don't argue. You, you, just, you just live it. You start praying like this. Heavenly Father, I thank you for accepting me through the way into your sanctuary. And accepting my offering through the north of the bronze altar. Where my sins were exchanged for the innocence of Christ. I received your righteousness by faith. I thank you that Jesus died on the cross. He was burned to ashes for me. And from the place of the east, I see that all my sins past, present, and future were burned to ashes. Now you see me flawless, a man of no sin. And by this act, Father, I thank you that from the right side of Christ came your spirit. As I am found by the place of the south, I am led by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us the Holy Spirit as a sign that my sins and all my sins were bent to ashes. I have now become beauty for the ashes that I see there. Thank you for now raising me to the place of dignity. Because your right hand points to the lover. Where the word of God washes me and prepares me as I enter into the holy place. Yeah. Are we praying? Yeah. I'm just summarizing prayer. I can pray this for six hours. And in the holy place, as you enter, you see Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus, for showing us the four faces of you. You show them humanity side of you. That you can acquaint with our weaknesses and show us the way humanity can move to the father you showed yourself as the ox to tell me that you were the faithful servant you toiled for my salvation that i may be free and jesus you came as the lion from the tribe of judah that I may see the boldness as a son of God. And I'm not afraid of what the enemy brings. 
You have shown me how to king and win in this life. Oh Lord Jesus, you came and showed me yourself as the eagle that flieth over the highest mountains. That is why your word says, I am above and not beneath. I am the head and not the tail. Thank you, Jesus. Then you turn to the showbread. Oh Lord, thank you for the table of presence. That anytime I eat of your body and I drink of your blood, I receive your presence. You are well arranged as the bread, the showbread, which are perfectly arranged upon the table. Which tells me that Christ and the church must be perfectly arranged. No confusion, no fight, because you are perfectly arranged. Then you turn to the place of the West. Heavenly Father, thank you for the lampstand that shows my unity with Christ. Him as the vine and me as the branch. Because of Jesus, I am bearing much fruit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, I thank you for being the Shemesh, the man of the center, the man from whom I draw life, the man from whom I draw light, the man from whom I draw knowledge, the man from whom I draw understanding. Thank you for the light upon the lampstand. Holy Spirit, thank you for burning upon the lamp that I can become the light of the world and showcase Jesus to the world and showcase God to the world. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you. Then you go to the altar of incense. Jesus, thank you because in your name, my prayers are answered. Can you see this? So you pray all these things because you have understood it. Then when you are done, now you enter into the holiest of holies. And then you begin to talk about the finished work. Because when you enter there, you will see the Ark of the Covenant. And on the Ark of the Covenant, you will see the cherubs. And inside there were the three laws. Which God will see and kill man. But for the sake of Jesus, our mercy seat. God doesn't look at my sin again. Now I am sure of the glory of God. That is the reason why I exude his glory. Because I am the golden board that receives God's glory. Let me show you this. You see, this is the cherub. Lucifer should have been the third person here, somewhere. But he is not. So we are left with two of them. And they look upon the mercy seat, this one. It is covering sin. So that when God looks upon the ark, he will not see sin, but see mercy. And on the mercy seat is sprinkled the blood. And these cherubs are always looking at the blood and pointing to the blood of Jesus in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sin. And then when the priest does this, then the glory of God will come and sit in between here. So much more than the sun can, can you know, appears. And the glory will begin to hit the walls here. It is so glorious. Imagine bringing the sun into this room. All the walls will become hot. Because the walls are receiving the, the essence. The, you know, the power, the glory of the sun. So how much more God? So we, all, with open faces, looking as in the mirror, the glory, we shall reflect 
God's glory. Then you begin to say, I exude God's glory. I reflect God's glory. Can you have this mindset? And you go to the office and they say somebody has done some juju. Somebody, you go to, he says, no, it won't happen. Why? I exude God's glory. You have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea. You are a witch. Continue well in your witchcraft. I exude God's glory. That's how they look at you and they'll do this. Have you seen that before? You've seen, you, you, yeah, yeah. They look at you and they, and they are doing this. Why are they doing this? Because you exude the glory. I'm telling you. You are too loaded. The reason why we are teaching this is for you to understand Christ end to end. There's a man of God called Yongicho. This is what he prays every day, six hours. It makes prayer interesting. Because by the time you are done praying of the north, going to the east, to the west, to the south, pointing to the east, to the west, where God is seated actually. Amazing. By the time you wash yourself with the word, and by the time you enter into the truth, the way of the truth, I mean, the, the entrance of truth. And you enter into truth. And you begin to see Jesus everywhere. And you see the church. Ha! You will be in here forever. And when you are done, you shift the curtains. And you enter now with him. Sit with him, eat with him. You see, in there is only the, the ark of God. And you. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-LJedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-LJedu. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people People are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.